Hey gang, it's Tim again, and I got myself my hot little hand, the uh, new pack, Light in the Fog for the Insmith Conspiracy. This is a spoilery edition of just the player cards. So, without further ado, I'm just going to jump right in and uh, start spoiling. So, first card up is Holy Rosary, and we're going Guardians here. And he's like, what, Guardians? Isn't that a Mystic card? Well, yes it is, but this is an upgraded card. Which is weird because now it's it's splashed into another one, kind of like uh, how like those multi-class cards were uh, a couple sets back, um, uh, where they had upgraded versions, but they were in there for their particular niche. So, say for instance, like the Thompson, it was like uh, you know Rogue and Guardian, and Guardian Rogues had their own upgraded version of it. Same way here, except for the Holy Rosary, this is just tailored for Guardians. Uh, it's a two-cost asset uh, for two XPs. Uh, you can pitch it for one willpower and one agility. It does take the accessory slot, just like the other one. Item Charmed and Blessed. You get plus one willpower. So if I'm looking at the Mystic one, it's literally the same thing. Um, except this item and charm, uh, it's not blessed, which is weird. It's a Holy Rosary. Why isn't it? Okay, it's not, well, it's not blessed. But, all right, anyways, the upgraded version of Holy Rosary is it does, it can take up two points of sanity, but it's got an ability, unlike the Mystic one. So, uh, as a react, after you succeed a will power test on a treachery, exhaust Holy Rosary and add two blessing tokens to the bag. Wow. That's pretty slick. Now, I'm thinking if I actually did put this with, like, Sister Mary, it might be overkill. Uh, but man, I mean, I mean, especially in like certain campaigns, like if you're, you're testing willpower crazy, like, you know, say for instance, you're playing Carcosa. Yeah, I would throw this one in for sure for Guardians for sure, especially those that have that particular problem with willpower. So, uh, I like it. I dig it. Um, for its cost, and which again, I think you're going to get definitely bang out of the buck, depending on the scenario or campaign you're playing. So definitely worth it. I like it. Guardians have another card up, and this one is Shield of Faith. Shield of Faith is a spell. It's blessed. Two XP's to put it in. It's a two-cost asset. You can pitch it for plus two willpower. You get to seal up to five blessings. If Shield of Faith has no tokens on it, discard it. When the enemy attacks an investigator at your location, exhaust Shield of Faith and release the chaos tokens sealed here and cancel that attack. That... Two is also awesome. Wow. I mean, you have a potential of canceling attacks outright. So it's also canceled. So I'm wondering maybe. I'm like looking at Diana. What's her deck build? And yes, Diana can take it. So, eh, I might have to go back and play Diana again with this one. So, this one's definitely viable for her because she loves canceling things and getting bonuses out of it. So, oh, man, that's another cool card. That is another cool card. Ah, Guardians, going kind of strong. All right, Rogues. Uh, two cards. Both of them are exceptional. So, the first one is Lucky Penny, Omen of Misfortune. Takes the accessory slot, two XP's to put in your deck, 
it's a two cost asset, uh, one willpower and one agility. It's item, it's charmed, it's cursed, because why not? Uh, force. When you reveal a blessed or cursed token during a skill test you perform, flip a coin. On a heads, treat that token as a blessed token. On a tails, treat the token as a cursed token. If you treat a blessing token as a cursed token, as a result of this effect, draw a card. Alright, so let me get this straight here. So, it's going to cost you actually 4 XPs, because it's exceptional. When you do, you're going to have to find a coin in your pocket. And then when you reveal one of these tokens, flip. On a heads, treat that token as a blessed token. So, on a tails, treat that token as a cursed token. If you treat a blessing token as a cursed token, as a result of this effect, draw a card. So I think the, the, the niche with this is if, if it's not necessarily if you pull a blessing token out, it's if, if you pull the curse token out. This gives you the option to make it blessed. And if you can't, then you get to draw a card. So I, it's a little bit of a manipulation with the bag on that, and I get it. Um, I can't see the reasoning uh, if you did draw a blessing and want to flip a coin just to make it a cursed so you can draw a card. I mean... I really don't see the value on that, on that portion. I mean, I wouldn't mind it, on the other hand, if I didn't get the chance to make it into a bless. So that's the residual effect of it. But, uh, no, see, it just says, if you treat a bless token as a curse token as a result of this effect, draw a card. I don't see me using that last line. I mean, honestly, you, you want to, to mitigate that bag and change the cursed into a bless. That's what you really want. Huh. I'm sure somebody, somebody's going to exploit this one. Uh, I'm sure of it. But that last part, I mean, it just doesn't seem like it's worth it. You're just going to do it when you pull a curse. That's a weird one. That's really weird. Huh. All right. So the other exception, well, maybe is something similar to the Lucky Penny. This is called Eye of the Djinn, Vessel of Good and Evil. Again, two XPs. Well, really four because it's exceptional. Uh, two to put into play. It's an asset. Takes a hand slot. You can pitch this for plus two knowledge. It's item, relic, blessed, and cursed. All at the same time. And as a react, when you initiate a skill test during your turn, exhaust Eye of the Gym, set your base value to five. Oh, okay. That's cool. If a uh, blessed token is revealed during this test, ready it. If a cursed token is revealed during this test, you may take an additional action to start to see I like this card better than I like the Lucky Penny. I mean, if you got your tokens, you know, loaded up in the bag here, I mean, you would take either or. I mean, just get a base value of five again or getting another action. So, yeah, I'm kind of honing into the side gin card a lot better than the other one. For sure. I, I, I definitely see a lot more use out of it. Cool. All right. So... Let's go to Survivor, Spirit of Immunity. This is a two-cost asset, two XPs to put in your deck. It does take a spell slot. It's Ritual, Blessed, Cursed. It looks like poor Calvin just met a lot of whore. Oof. <laughs> you can pitch this guy for plus one willpower for his check. Uh, as a react, you can exhaust the spirit of a humanity to take a damage in a horror, and then you get to put two blessings into the chaos bag. Or you can exhaust this and then put two curse tokens to the bag to heal. 
plus one damage and plus one horror. And appropriate artwork. This would definitely go great with Calvin. Because Calvin can actually um, use that healing buff. Because I think he rides that fine line anyways. So, um, plus you get bonuses out there. If you need to take that damage pretty quickly to, to, to get him optimized, that's awesome. And then the healing helps too. So, this feels like a Calvin card. It probably is a Calvin card. Will it work like a Calvin card? I don't, I don't even know. Um, but yeah, I would definitely put it in a Calvin deck for sure. Next one is Harmony Restored. It's a three-cost event. Two XPs to put in your deck. You can throw this out for two willpower for a check. It's fortune, it's blessed. You can search the chaos bag for X cursed tokens and return them to the token pool. X is the number of blessing tokens in the chaos bag. Gain one resource for each token removed this way. All right, so it's just a way of getting rid of your cruddy cursed tokens from the bag. Or if you're playing with a mystic that's completely loaded up and you get some resources out of it. Well, to make it really worth your while and you want to make sure there's like three in there because you can break even by removing because it says you got to pay three for the card but gain one resource for each curse token removed this way so um make it shine it's definitely three less uh probably not but then you're also relying on the fact that you have less tokens in that bag as well uh, I'm kind of iffy on this one. I mean, I, I see where it, it's going. I mean, survivors are just another way to change and manipulate the bag. Um, but yeah, you got that. The magic number is three. You you got to hit three, and you're relying on the fact that there's blessing tokens. They can actually be able to do that. Oh man, this is a very situational card. Kind of lukewarm on this one. Even the skines of fate can be untangled for a time. Is the flavor text. Yeah, I mean, mm, I, I would definitely play with spirits more than the other one. All right, next one, we'll go Seekers. Fay. It's a skill card. One XP to put it in there. Ooh, this guy gives you a lot for skill check. Two wilds and a willpower. It's innate. It's cursed. If a cursed token is revealed during this test, you may return Fay to your hand when this test ends. Huh. That's not bad, because really, I mean, well, all right, wait a minute. So you're going to get a minus two on the check, and you can pop this card back to your hand when the test ends. It's not like you're going to be able to use it again. Um, that minus two is going to offset your two wilds, and maybe the, the willpower, depending what the test is. Huh. I mean, for one, to give you, like, another, it gives you one for another willpower and an unexpected courage to it. And the option of putting it back to your hand if a curse is drawn. It's not bad. I mean, it, it really isn't. So, maybe I would think this would be an upgrade if you have an unexpected courage in your deck for Seekers. So, this might be an option. And it's just another way to play to uh, get Fey out again if curse tokens are in the bag so yeah i would think this would be an upgrade to like you know uh unexpected courage that's what it feels like to me it's not bad i mean for one xp you're throwing away anyways i mean it's it's price for what it is 
you're praying for that one willpower and the option of bringing it back to your hand. Okay, I get it. I mean, not flashy. It really isn't. But, yeah, it just feels like an upgrade for Unexpected Courage. Guided by the Unseen. This is, takes a spell slot. Three XP's to put in your deck. It's a two-cost asset. You can pitch it for a willpower and an and intelligence. It's a ritual. It has four secrets on it. During a skill or during a skill test at your location, the performing investigator may search the top three cards of their deck for a card that may be committed to this test. Or that can be committed to this test. You may spend one secret to commit that card. Shuffle the performing investigator's deck. Hmm. This feels like a poor man rook. Because it allows you to look at the top three cards of your deck, and you can commit one of those cards to the test. So you're looking at being very spell-heavy. So this might be a great card for Mandy and stuff like that um, to, to get through. For sure, yeah, sure. Maybe yeah, maybe Mandy, uh, maybe Amanda can benefit from this as well. I mean, you, all you're doing is just digging for the cards to, to pull you know a skill card out to, to make that check. But this says you may spend a secret to commit that card. You don't have to. So I think this is probably the cool spot for it. So if you do the chop three cards and none of them to your liking, you don't have to do it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. You know, I'm actually sitting here looking at this and thinking about it. That That's ridiculous. This thing doesn't require you to tap. There is no exhausting on this card. So, and you don't have to spend it. So, I mean, that's a good way. That's a really good way. I mean, just to just see what you're going to have. I mean, but the only problem is you're shuffling at the end of the deck. But, I mean, you can keep using this until you, you pull something you do like, you know, for every skill test you have. So, you can actually use this, what, three times? Maybe four times, depending. Yeah. Ah, that's crazy. I, I see why it's priced three. It might be cheaper. If, I mean, the card might be cheaper if this was like a one and done thing, but you can keep using it at the same time, and you don't have to commit if you don't want to. Well, this card definitely has some possibilities. I kind of dig this one. This one's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I mean, that's... that. That's pretty good. I mean... Yep, uh, I would think this would definitely go for Amanda or uh, Mandy deck for sure for this. Cool, alright. Last bit of cards. They're Mystics. Oh, I think I should dig these out because some of these might have upgrades. First one is Armageddon. We did have Armageddon, and I think it was from the base set uh, for the Insmith. Uh, Armageddon, this is a four-cost asset. This is the upgraded one. It costs you four XPs to put this thing in. Uh, and I'm going to compare with the other one here and see what we have the difference of. So, the original Armageddon, it uses three charges. You spend a charge, you fight, and this attack uses a willpower. Instead of fighting, it deals plus one damage. If you reveal a curse token during this attack, you may deal one damage to an enemy at your location or place a charge on Armageddon. Okay, the upgraded version, still the same, still has three charges. This time, there's a bump. Uh, you get plus two willpower, and it still does the same plus one damage. And for each curse token revealed during this attack, you may deal a damage to an enemy at your location or place a charge on again. Okay, so the same thing is, is it's the other one. So you get a plus one willpower and plus one strength. 
um, if you're pitching a card for a skill check. Really what you're paying for for 4 XPs is to get that plus 2 willpower. Everything else is the same. That's very expensive for 4 XPs just to get that plus 2 willpower. And honestly, I think there's some other cards that can actually benefit more from it for like shriveling and stuff like that for this. And you get more charges. I would... I would like to say that this should have maybe an additional charge on it. I would keep it maybe at four. but And I understand why. If you pull out a cursed token, you can put another charge in Armageddon. But uh, that's expensive for what you're getting at. That, that's very, very expensive. So I don't, know that, I don't know if that's an automatic upgrade if you're rocking normal Armageddon. I mean... If you're playing, if you're playing Mystic, anyways, you're probably going to be okay with with willpower, anyways. I can't justify the cost for the four XPs for that. Well, at least give me an extra charge or something with it. Ugh, okay. Eye of Chaos. Yep, that's another upgraded one. So this two. Let's see. Eye of Chaos. This is a four XP, and I think they're all going to be the same here. So Eye of Chaos. This one does. Uh, willpower. It's got three charges, same as before. You spend a charge, you investigate, you use your willpower instead of intellect. If you succeed, you discover an additional clue at this location. It's the same thing as the other one, but the exception, the upgraded one for four XPs is you get plus two willpower for the test. And for each curse token revealed, you can actually discover a, a, an additional clue or place the charge back in IAKS. It's literally the same thing, just like the Armageddon. Uh, for skill check, they do add in the plus one willpower. Man, it's still expensive for what it is. Ugh, okay. And then finally, Shroud of Shadows. This is also the same thing here. This is just the same as it just works for Evade. Um, it's everything down the line. I mean, it's four XPs. You get a plus one willpower um, with the plus one agility if you're pitching it for a skill check. Uh, plus two willpower for the check. If you succeed, you evade the enemy is not elite. You may move that enemy to a connecting location. Uh, if you pull out a curse token reveal during this evasion, the you may move to a connecting location or place a charge on Shroud of Shadows. These are all, all very, very expensive for four XPs. I don't know. These are automatic upgrades for all three. <sighs> it... You're paying for the plus two willpower. That's really what it comes down to. Everything else is the same. They all have that option that you could put a charge back onto the card if you pull out a curse token, or you get a particular bonus depending on if you're doing damage or evading or gathering clues. I don't think all of them are... Yeah, all of them are not automatics. I really don't think they're all automatics for what they do. I mean, they're very, very pricey. Kind of lackluster on that, so... But... That's just me, just first glance at looking at these cards. So, um, not bad. I mean, Guardians, I think, got a little more of a pull. Um, I do like the Eye of Jin. Shield of Faith would be pretty sweet with, you know, uh, Diana for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's an, it's an okay pack. I mean, I wouldn't say it's, this is like a required one for sure. But, honestly, if you're listening this far enough, you already got the pack anyways. But, uh... That will do it for the, what, Light in the Fog? Yeah, Light in the Fog. Pack number four. So, 
Other things that are going on with me is we just finished Dunwich Campaign and Immortals over in Rocky River, Ohio. It did not turn out so hot. We couldn't make it to the top of Sentinel Hill, and uh, the the campaign has folded. <laughs> so, but uh, it definitely got a good enough response that we're starting up a new campaign um, for Carcosa. Carcosa is coming up uh, on March 23rd, and we're going to do new deck builds, and we'll see how that goes there. So we got that going, and it's going live and well. I have, have heard rumors that there is going to be a new standard, well, not even standard, a new core set for Arkham. I mean, that's the big rumor. It, it came on some of the splash sales page of some sort, and I think maybe they're trying to make it like Marvel Champions, where... It's more than more streamlined. Um, you'll have more core cards and play sets and stuff like that. So um, I don't even think there's a price. Of it. Other than it was mentioned, I don't even know if there's a price on it. It might be a $60 front, but uh, maybe they learned from their lesson because I'm sitting here and I just bought like a fifth core set. So just to have additional cards at the ready. And I like the, the additional encounter cards. Now, whether or not they're going to streamline... Uh, you know, how they deal it with the Marvel champions, like with Rise of the Red Skull, and then they got the, the Gardens of the Galaxy coming out with their, their little mini campaigns. I don't know if they're going to change their model uh, on how the campaigns are going to run. I hope not, because I do kind of like this. It, it, it's a slow burn. Um, I mean, we're going we're gonna to get through maybe, well, let's see, seven, about one and a half campaigns a year. So that's about how that how it roughly translates to, you know, with the exception, you know, you got a month for the return to set. Uh, I know they're trying to make it easily accessible, and I know they got burned on the, uh, you know, with the uh, starter investigators where they lost a ton of their uh, inventory, uh, uh, lost to see. Uh, they don't really say it, but that's probably what it has happened because it's still difficult to get those uh, starter investigators. And I only got two out of the five, and uh, that's just me talking out. I mean, I'm just thinking that probably that's what they're they're trying to streamline it because of the success of Marvel Champions, and considering they don't really have to pay for that IP because Fantasy Flight owns FFG. Or owns the uh, the Arkham files all to their own, so they can do whatever the hell they want. So uh, it it makes sense. I'm just hoping it, it won't be too neutered because I do like the storyline. I do like the you know the RPG light aspect of it. So hopefully uh, nothing dramatically has changed. But honestly, I think they had the right approach with the starter decks. It was just unfortunate timing that they lost a lot of their supply into the ocean uh, when it was coming over here. Um, in the states but it is what it is so i mean uh i i don't anticipate it it, it it being canceled at any point no i know just recently legend of the five rings has got has been uh i wouldn't say canceled they're they're they're, they're saying it, it's met its run so and a lot of people are starting to get worried but honestly you know with the state of covid and everyone you know playing games at home uh uh and you can't find packs still for a lot of this stuff. I It's still a win for these guys. I really don't see them not stopping it. I mean, hell, we don't even have Cthulhu yet. I mean, Cthulhu has not been mentioned at all. So, 
it'll be interesting. So we'll see how the uh, the summer goes. But you know they're on the cusp of actually putting out the uh, return to uh, what's that? Oh, Circle Undone. So that's the next one coming up after they wrap up the Insmith. So other than that, we don't know what the next one's going to be. Maybe it's Egypt. Maybe it's uh, uh, we're going down to Antarctica. Who knows? But uh. Well, well, that's enough for me rambling on. So uh, you can get a hold of me at arkhamskids at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys and gals, and I'll catch you at the next go-around.